The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 112, recorded September 7th, 2021. Big special edition Shang-Chi review. My name is Joe Becker. The other half of this team is... Well, my name is Michael Diaz. Hello, Michael Diaz. Hello, Joe Becker. This is a, uh, I'm going to get it right out there right now, spoiler review of Shang-Chi. Spoiler review of Shang-Chi will happen in this episode. So if you don't want to know what happens, come back after you see the movie, right? Yes. And I actually saw this in the theater, Joe. I was wondering. It's worth seeing in the theater, right? Like that screen was. was huge. It, we'll get yeah, to the review, but we'll get into more. But yes, it was definitely worth seeing in the theater. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, let's jump right into the news now. Well, actually, you know, Michael, how are you? <laughs> I am well. How are we you, should... Joe? All right. Got my water. Good. I got my beer. Yep. Um, doing well. Good weekend. Coming off Labor Day weekend here, so you know, summer's over. I'm a little bummed. I'm always bummed this uh, the Monday. It's like it's like summer's done. It, it, See, it's I, I'm one of those diehards. Is like, you know, seasonally we got two more weeks, so it's yeah, still yeah. summer. Uh huh. But you know, it's Michigan. Yes, I mean, I noticed on Sunday we we grilled over at the parents. Yep. And you can already see the light shifted already. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's starting to feel like as we're sitting there, it was still a nice day. It was like around 70, 80. Yeah, yeah. But as we're sitting by the lake. Acorns kept dropping. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. But you never know. Yeah. It's Michigan. We could get a heat wave in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, I, I know. I, I hold out. We will. We'll be, it'll be fine. Anyways, big week for us to talk. Uh, a couple of couple things, you know, we've got the what ifs, we've got Shang-Chi. But in the news, right as of right now, as of this podcast, Shang-Chi is the highest Rotten Tomato audience score of all the Marvel films. What do you think of that? We'll get into the review, but so don't. Right, right. What do I think of it? I mean, that's fantastic, but it's going to drop. I don't know. It's been out there. It has nothing to do with the review uh, about that. It's just, yes, it's awesome. I I think people have been starved for entertainment. And I'm, I'm glad it has a high review. That's fantastic. But... It'll drop. It's not going to drop much, but I don't know if it'll stay the highest. Yeah, we'll see. It'll stay the highest. Oh, I don't know. It's hard prediction. It's really tough with COVID and everything, and you know who are going to see it and whatnot. Um, I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to. Not trying to piss on anyone's parade, but I mean that's fantastic. You will later, I'm sure. Yes, I will later. That is kind of pissing on the parade. Will commence later. Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. Um, and at the same time, it did break box office records with a ninety-four million, which doesn't seem like a lot, but the previous record was thirty million. <laughs> so, with was Halloween, by the way, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, 
Really? Only thirty million. Mm-hmm. Labor Day is not Again, a big Labor Day is not a big weekend for movies. It's people usually get outside and go do things, so it's not a big movie weekend. Right, but you got to remember a lot of people out through the south and whatnot. You know, they, yeah, their their homes are wrecked. I mean, there's a lot of people yeah. that just probably just wanted to. A lot of power outages. Pop, I think a bunch of them. There's nobody from New Orleans that saw this movie. They would had wow. to go to Georgia. <laughs> you know, it's not like it was right, an easy. Right, right, right. But there are storms all through, even through the East Coast and yeah. flooding and all that. Yeah, a lot of people's uh, Labor Day. Even with all that and COVID, Shang Chi did do pretty well. Most no, people had it. Is, I think people went to the theaters because of that. I mean, most people thought it was going to be around the fifty million range, and it almost doubled it, which is fantastic. But. I, Again, I think this is uh, COVID-related in the fact that Disney refused to do a dual streaming. And I think... uh, Smartly this time. I I think this works in... Well, definitely smartly, but I think this works in ScarJo's favor. Yeah, for sure. When it comes to her lawsuit. For sure. They'll they'll, they'll resolve that. Um, She may never work with them again, but she'll definitely get paid. Um, it's, It's just cool. It's, I mean, with all everything going on, it's cool that movies are can still do it. Um, so yeah, I mean, hey, I didn't see any of that money. I spent it, <laughs> so they got mine. They got mine. <laughs> three times. You saw three times already? No, I, I paid for. I, three I, times. I was yeah, I was smart ass. Uh, all right. In other news, I don't know if you had a chance to watch it, Michael. Did you see the Matrix teaser? Well, there are 180,000 versions of the teaser. Yeah. So I, I saw two or three. I saw, I don't know, 628 and six, or 627 and 629 or something like that. So by the time our listeners are listening to this, the trailer would have premiered because it's, yeah. if you're listening now, this probably didn't come out till Thursday or Friday. Right. And the trailer premieres 9 a.m. on Thursday. So right. uh, we'll just pretend like we saw it and it was amazing. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel like, Keanu made a deal like, yeah, I will do the Matrix, but I'm not changing my John Wick hair to do it because <laughs> it takes too long to grow out and I'm not going to wear a wig. So I'm not going to shave my head like the first Matrix. That ain't going to happen. So I'll do it, but it's got to be my John Wick hair. There you go. Yeah. I think that might be a problem. Uh, well, we'll see. I don't know. Are you excited for this movie? No. No. I'll see it, but I it's nothing I've asked for. I mean it's not it's not something that I I like the first Matrix movie, the other ones weren't that good. Um you know, it's kinda like first, it's kinda like Terminator for me now. It's like I don't you know, they haven't gotten it right since the first one, really. Oh, it's not about the second one's everything great about the first one. Terminator two is the aliens of the Terminator films. Yeah. T1 and T2 is good. This we're, we're now on Matrix 4. I can't expect it to be. I know, but you said they got it right in the first one, and I thought yeah. T2 was way better. Yeah, we had that. You can go find that episode, folks, and how wrong Michael is. Um, you are wrong. T1, I'm sorry. They've got stop motion animation. Uh, doesn't matter. Story's better. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going down that hole. You guys can listen to that podcast. I'll find <laughs> out the number. <laughs> All I was oh, say, so the Matrix. Don't get me wrong. Yes, I 100 percent agree with you. The first one is hands above better than the two and three, no question. Yeah, but I still liked them. They're fine, but it's, it didn't leave me clamoring for more. Like, well, no, no. Well, here's you the asked thing, me. 
No, no, no. And I, I just asked if you were excited. And to that point, I thought it pretty well stitched up the story at the end. Right? Sure. He's gone. Neo's dead. Yeah. Trinity's dead. What? How, how are they even doing a fourth one? I'm curious. I will watch the trailer. In fact, like I said, listeners, by the time you hear this, I'll have watched the trailer, and I'm sure I'll have opinions. <laughs> but, like I said, the story was wrapped up as far as I could tell. I, so, in that right. same vein, yes. I, I didn't ask for this either. Right. So, I'm not like... Like I'm not waiting on, <clears throat> you know, was it bated breath to like for this to come out? You know, I'll go see it. And I don't know. I've again, it's not official. I haven't seen the trailer, right? Yet, but I've heard, I've read the breakdowns of the trailer because it was shown at the CinemaCon, and it just sounds like a rehash of the first movie. I'm sure it is. That's what they do, right? It's Force Awakens. It's you know, it's whatever. Ugh. We'll see. Um, you know, I don't have it in the notes, but it popped in my head when you said uh, the theater. Um, so when we get into this, prior at at the Shang Chi preview, I saw the Dune preview on IMAX. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, oh my god! I mean, it just looks so cool in IMAX that. It hit me. I posted this on our Facebook page. They have not greenlit number two yet. It's not been shot. It's not. I thought they did the whole thing Lord of the Rings style. Like film them both and split it in half? Yeah. Uh-oh, that's a problem. Right? Well, okay, here's the thing. Dude, you, you we read the book. Everybody can listen. To the, like, there's technically, there's not a lot that actually happens in the book. It's a long book, but it's a lot of dialogue, right? And if they get to the half point and then that's it, part one, they don't have the money. They don't they haven't greenlit part two. Like, why did you spend all these millions not to finish the goddamn story? That's just stupid to me. Well, I can see why. I mean, the Doom that came out in 84 didn't make any money either, right? Yeah. So but I didn't watch like- it. So you could tell me, did it go through the whole book? Did they cut things off or did it stop halfway and that was the end? No, no. It went through the whole book. Now, okay. they have... Um, made some scenes a little bit shorter and whatnot. I mean, sure. You get the same basic gist of the story. Right. Like, oh, I'm not, I don't have the book in front of me and I wasn't ready for this, but who's, yeah. the, who, who's the planetologist? Oh, God. Yeah, see? Gunny? No. It wasn't Gunny. But who, anyhow, know, the yeah, is, yeah, yeah. The planetologist in, in the movie, they basically just pulled all the, they ripped open his Fremen suit and yeah. just sent him out into the dune. And that yeah. was it. That's the last you saw of him. Mean, right, right, right. Assumed he died, whereas right. there was a lengthy sequence right, in the book right. where you hear how he died. Right, So right. They, they cut corners, definitely. Which is a fine place to cut, actually. I mean, you don't really right. need to know. Right, But um, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, the film is, from what we've seen already, again, just trailers, is beautifully shot. Oh, yeah. Looks great. It looks amazing. Did you not have the preview? Gonna, did you have the preview on yours or no? I did not. Oh, you got kind of screwed there. Oh, I've seen it enough times. This was a different one. Oh. Well, you had the IMAX one, so I wouldn't have seen yeah. it anymore. I didn't go see yeah. IMAX. I don't, I don't bother with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a film made for IMAX, I don't bother for that shit. Shang-Chi was shot for IMAX, so it was good. That's fine. 
I'm just saying, I, I don't. I'm Dutch. I don't pay for 3D. Yeah. I don't pay for IMAX. Yeah. I don't. I don't get the 4D rumble seat. I don't do any of that. No, the rumble seat's lame. Um. <laughs> but okay, here's my concern. Yeah, I love Dennis Villeneuve. Uh if you've seen um, Sicario, no, yeah, uh, or um, oh shit, no, I'm drawing a blank. What was the uh, sci-fi movie he did? I would know Arrival. Arrival, yeah, yeah, he makes really good movies. Like, but okay, Arrival did well, but it was not a big budget film. There's not really even a lot of action in it. It's mostly it's character driven for sure. Yes, and he builds scenes with tension in mm-hmm. the scenes and whatnot fucking great movie it's one of my favorite movies i'll watch it over and over because every time i watch it i find something new mm-hmm. blade runner I, I haven't seen it but 2040 blade runner 2047 i haven't seen it yet i've heard nothing good. good things about it it's good but it didn't make any money i don't know why they thought it was going to make money because the first one didn't make any money right all that to say i it's warner brothers they're taking a risk. They put a bunch of money into it. I don't know if there is a big enough audience to get enough money to get the second part, which sucks because I already know I want to see the second part. Of course. And now, you know, he's uh, Villain Wave has been fighting with Warner Brothers because he doesn't even want it to be on streaming, but it's going to be it's on HBO be. Max. Right. So, like, even if part two starts, maybe he walks away. Then what? Totally different look and feel for the second part, which it's really one story. You know, so you get like a Superman <laughs> two, right? Yeah, right. Like it's jacked yeah. and a uh, different look and feel, and like it, it really is a shame. Like this, this thing's epic. Now, it could already be in talks that it will be greenlit. I just saw it in the news saying, "Yeah, well, it's gonna hopefully we can start soon," <laughs> but it has not been greenlit. What's it? Oh man, which is crazy. Like, how do you do that and not even like we're gonna do it? As a director, why would you take it on and say, I'm going to do half the movie, half the story? I wouldn't want to do that as a director. Well, I don't even know where they're going to stop. That's what I'm saying. We're, Obviously. I'm I'm thinking they're going to stop almost when they get to, the, to, to, to Arrakis. No. I mean, from the trailers, he at least goes out into the Dune scene and yeah. starts to become Paul. But, well, he's always Paul, but you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wadib. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know because there are only real action scenes. Like real action are the Harkonnen invasion. Yep. And sorry if this is spoilers for you, but the book came out almost 50, 60 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, and even then, like you said, the book is a lot of dialogue and <laughs> exposition. Yep. The battle scenes are not very long. Skipped over. It's like two pages. They fought. Yeah. They fought, uh, we got some guys here. Oh, some yeah. people died over there, but we had some people hiding over here in the end. Yeah. So and the duels, the duels were really good. Yes. I don't know. This gives me concern because huge concern, right? Yeah. Well, because the fact that it's streaming okay, Shang-Chi proves that right here. Yep. I think without streaming is part of why it made so much money. I'm not saying it's not a good movie, it is a good movie. We'll get into that in a sec. Right. But you couldn't stream it, so people had to go to the theater to see it. Dune is going to be streamed and in the theater, and I'm sorry, 
it's not an MCU film. It doesn't instantly have an audience draw. Right. Yeah, a movie came out in 1984 or whenever, 83, 84, whenever it was. But there's not a built-in audience for this other than sci-fi nerds who've read the book. Right. Which there are many of us, no question. But you have to have much broader appeal than just sci-fi nerds. You have to have mainstream appeal. That's why the MCU does so well. Yeah, comic nerds like us, they can get into the minutia and go, oh, this is great because this, this, and this. Whereas the average person that has just watched the Marvel films can enjoy them all just as the Marvel films with its own continuity. Yep. There's so many hurdles with Dune. And I don't know. The fact that it's streamed, I think it's going to cut its legs out from under it. I don't think it's going to make enough money. I'm wor- I'm, I'm sorry. I'm worried it won't make enough money. And then we won't get to see part two. Yeah. That, that would happen. I, I'm worried. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally. I, 100%. All right. Anyways, that just came into my head. So that wasn't in our list, but certainly worth the talk. And then real quick, you know, there's not much to cover here, but there is a new preview for the Lego Starways holiday special. It would be the Halloween special. What was it? Tr- terror or something? I don't know what it is. It's uh, I don't sorry. Know. It's in my notes right here. It's the uh, blah, 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 blah. I didn't put it in. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Here it is. Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. Terrifying Tales. Yeah, yeah. It's another Lego goofy thing. It'll be like the Christmas thing. It's goofy, but you know, nothing. I'm. I didn't uh, love I'm, the Christmas thing. I found it very forgettable. Yeah, I think this will be too. Okay. One hundred percent. All right. Um, moving on to our geek this week. I, I had a small one. Um, I watched Black Panther again coming out of Shang-Chi because I thought what a great, you know, Black Panther brought us into new worlds and we'll get in the Shang-Chi stuff, like you said. Um, but it was really, it really holds up really good stuff in Black Panther. Um, you know, not a very big geek thing to talk about this week, but well, it's, it's it important. Worth. I mean, Black Panther had a predominantly black cast. Mm-hmm. And predominantly black crew. I mean, it is one of the most expensive and most profitable black films ever made. Right. Shang-Chi, same thing. Mm-hmm. You've got, you know, Asian American director. You've got uh, Asian American yeah. cast predominantly. Mm-hmm. With the backing of Marvel. I mean... We're, we're, they're seeing a lot of the same thing going on here. I mean, look at this weekend. Like you said, $94 million. What's the drop going to be next weekend? Even if it's 50% or still so you know, 50 minutes. I, I think the word of mouth is going to, well, we'll get to it, but I think it will do well. But that's the thing. A 50% drop is still, I mean, like even if you had a 56% drop the next weekend, it's still good. That is fantastic. Yeah. I think you're going to see repeat people see this movie. I'll be one of them. You're going to see it again. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was my uh, geek this week. It looks like you have another wrong. I don't know how you have this free time, but you somehow do. Get you know, <laughs> 50 time. different things. I got two things. <laughs> uh, I'm still reading Parasite Volume 2, manga about, you know, and aliens and body horror. So I'm still reading that. I should have that finished up soon. But this other one, I haven't spent any time on it. I'm just excited. So. I'm a PlayStation guy. Have I mentioned that I have a PlayStation 5? I think you have. <laughs> I think you have. I did that just for you, Joe. A lot of people do now. You're not special anymore. Still, they're still hard to get. Are they? 
All right. But uh, that's not that's not the point. Um, so I'm a PlayStation Plus member, obviously, to play online. You have to have that. And they give out free games every month. And there's three free games again this month. But I'm a huge Predator geek. You know that. And when this game came out last year, Predator Hunting Grounds, I was interested, but I knew, I knew that there's this, the Predator and Alien games have been coming out, for the most part, have been crap the last few years. The last, <laughs> like, five to ten years. have been crap. They have. I, I, and I'm saying this as the guy that paid full price for Aliens, Colonial Marines. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I paid 30 bucks. Oh, whatever. I paid something for it. My brother and I played all the way through, and it was fun doing it together, but it was not a great game. When the reviews for this came out, more of the same. It's not a great game. But it's free right now on PlayStation Plus. So the what I'm geeking out about is that I know this is not new functionality. I'm sure many of our listeners have done this several times before. But my, PS, my PS5 is at home. It's on standby mode, so it's powered up, just the networking card and all that. Okay. I was at work on lunch, and I remembered, oh, yeah, the new games dropped today. So I went onto the PlayStation app, at, you know, added the game to my collection, and then connected to my PS5 and say, download it while I'm at work. And then a little while later, I get an alert from PlayStation in the app saying, oh, we downloaded your game. It's ready to play on your PS5. So That's cool. And I go, so I thought that was cool. So haven't played it yet. So again, I know the reviews were not the best, but the fact that I get to either be a predator or a member of a four man team fighting against a predator, that sounds like fun to me. We'll see how good it is. Probably not that great, but it's free. Free. There you go. That's my geek this week. Cool. That's good. It's much more than I do. All right. Um, Hey, just want to take uh, a quick minute to thank all those that have helped us out on Patreon. Uh, again, uh, we started a Patreon page last, oh, about a week ago. You can go to patreon.com slash kybercast. And we have three tiers, a $1, a $3 and a $5 a month fee. There's some special things you can do on those, but we just really want to thank the people that have, that have helped us out again. It's just, it's the show is always going to be free. Um, but Hey, if you want to give us uh, a little tip in the tip jar, as Michael would say, check out our Patreon page and with that said michael let's jump into well, hold on hold on oh, oh okay what do you got did you mention we have our first we have our first panel on don't we no we have our first oh we've got a few people yeah yeah we've, that have helped us out we, we we've got a jedi now don't we we do we do we absolutely do um i didn't ask if we could say their name though did i no which is why i i, I won't okay. well we'll just say that we've got our first jedi which I gotta admit, Joe. I think you thought the same thing. I didn't. I didn't necessarily think we'd get a Jedi, and that, not that I that would have been a bad thing. I'm totally happy with the you know having one or two younglings, right? Yeah. The fact that I'll, we got 100%. a Jedi—that is, that's pretty awesome. So I just wanted to also just say thanks. That is and, awesome. and part of that is we put their name on our website, and I have done that. Um, I've got to add uh, one more person that's come on uh, lately, but yes. Um, we will thank them very much. And, Do we have a second Jedi? No, no, we don't have a second Jedi. We, I, I won't say his full name, but our, our great friend Scott of the show, who is very good to us, um, oh, yes. is is the Jedi. But I, I will not say his last name. That's not fair to him. Um, we didn't ask him. 
Um, but thank you, Scott, so much. You know who you are. Um, all right. With that said, let's jump into a couple of main topics. We'll jump right into what if the Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands episode. Um, you know, this is Michael's favorite television show, so I'll let him <laughs> talk about it first. <laughs> he, I'm sure favorite. he likes the what if series more than Shang-Chi, which would be a great talk next. No, I'm I don't. Sure. I don't. <laughs> I, I think that's highlighted by the fact that, okay, for me, my you know, there's three episodes before this fourth episode. That yeah. goes without saying. I really like the Captain Carter episode. You know that. Uh, and then I thought they stepped it up a notch with the uh, T'Challa as um, Star-Lord. Star-Lord, thank you. And then the third one was flat out just fucking boring. Like, yeah. you and I agreed. It was just boring. That's why we named last week's episode one of the Adventures <laughs> boring. were boring. Right. I thought, now again, only four episodes in, not a lot to pick from. How did you not think this episode blew them all out of the water? Oh, I thought it was the best episode. Okay, good. Then you, okay. Yeah, um, it wasn't a very happy ending. It was a nice little fable. Um, but uh, I... The whole concept really di- of what if just doesn't do it for you, right? It's just, it was dark and all that. Yeah, I just feel it's, it's, it's lazy. I feel it's all very lazy to me. That's, That's all. We won't get into yeah, that again. yeah no. Um, but it was a good episode. It was uh, the animation was great on this last episode. I thought it was really really good. Um, you know, it just got really really dark and it was interesting. It was you know, I think this would be good comic books. But well, I don't know if I want to. I know, but I don't know if I need to watch them on TV. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I think I would get more out of the comic book than I would watching the show. And that's know? fair. Like I said, and I think I mentioned this last episode. Even the comics, eventually it got to a point where it couldn't sustain the momentum. It'd be like, like I said, what if uh, Spider-Man's suit was not black and was a different color? Like, yeah, it got really a, stupid sometimes. Yeah. But, okay, you tease me. This is not my favorite of the Marvel shows. Oh, okay. But I was super, super impressed with the Doctor Strange episode, and he's not even close to one of my favorite characters. I, yeah, I, I like Doctor Strange a lot, so maybe that's probably I was like, oh, just, all right, make him a dick, make him a bigger dick. <laughs> well, I get it. I mean, he he was trying so badly. You know, the story of someone trying to bring back a lost loved one—that is a tale as old as time, right? Right. Anything to do with time or you know changing the past. We've seen the story over and over and over and over and over again. And we'll hear about it more in the review for Shang-Chi. But I I just loved it. I love that they brought back, I think, the entire voice cast. I don't I don't think they missed anyone. I mean, you had Benedict Cumberbatch, you had Rachel McAdams. You even had um, Tilda Swinton came back for this. Really? Yeah. That's right. It was her voice. Yeah, it was her voice. So, I don't know. I just... I thought it was a powerful episode. I was not expecting them to go quite that dark when um, the ancient one revealed that she had split the two. Right. So there was actually there, you know, the good strange who had decided, yeah, I shouldn't do that when he was still around. I honestly thought he was going to come back and beat the bad strange. Nope. Right. And then he actually brings her back only to, 
for reality to basically collapse within itself. And she died then. He had like seconds with her, maybe a minute. Right. Super dark. Strongest episode yet. I was thoroughly impressed. Well, just because it's dark doesn't make it good. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying that. Like I said, before this episode, my favorite was the Captain Carter because it just showed how true she and Steve were to their their personas that it didn't matter if one of them had the super soldier soldier serum or not. I liked that, that they were just such strong um not only idealistic people, but convicted. You know, they were true to their convictions. I liked that episode. Right. So this one I liked because it surprised me, like I said, by having the evil strange win and to just, again, it's not good because it's dark, but I also like that it didn't, it surprised me by not having the happy ending in any way, shape or form. Right. It showed how destructive it could be. And it was an interesting take and one that, you know, I wasn't always necessarily expecting because even, even the boring Avengers one, Ends on kind of like a highlight with them finding Captain America's shield. So obviously right. Steve's frozen there. And then there's Captain Marvel. So you know the Avengers are still going to be formed. It's just going to be in a different iteration. Right. And this one just like everything's gone for good. It's done. This is it. This this was the story. Like with the other ones, uh, like, you know, with Carter or they, you can see them all coming back and some people have already been talking online that they think that maybe they're going to be building like, you know, an Avengers forever or something or like the guardians of the, you know, multiverse or something like that. They're that these characters are going to build another team that's from all these different realities. And you could make that argument because you know, agent Carter, her story's not done. She basically ends where the first Avenger ended was for Steve Rogers, where she's now in the present and the Avengers are forming. So her story could continue. Star-Lord's, he goes back and he's, you know, he goes back to the, you know, land of Wakanda. His story could continue. Uh, even the boring Avengers, like I said, we see different iteration. Their story can continue. This Doctor Strange story is done. Yep. As far as we know. Yeah. So I liked that surprise. That's what I'm saying. It was but fine. It, it was good. It, it just, again, I won't rehash what I don't like, <laughs> you know, no, I so, so yeah, but it was fine. It was good. It was, you know, forgettable too, because it doesn't matter. <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm not going to, we don't know it for sure, but these could matter. That's all I'm saying. They could matter, but it, it doesn't in this case, because the whole universe is gone anyways. True. <laughs> so, <laughs> but did you notice, even though this universe is gone, and I can't remember the... the and there's no Doctor Strange in the other universe anymore because he's gone because he split with him. Right, but if you notice, there is still some connective tissue to that first episode with Captain Carter. I forget the creature's name, but the, the creature that lives between the realities with the tentacles showed up in this one as well. And he didn't yeah. kill it. He just took a few of his tentacles to bring into himself, but he Cthulhu? left it alone. So is it Cthulhu? It's not Cthulhu, but oh, okay. that's funny. <laughs> but again... <laughs> That is still some connective t- tissue, and I don't think that happened by accident. No, it shouldn't. We'll see. We'll see. We got zombies this week, so enjoy. Well, 
Speaking about dead stuff, I, that doesn't even rely at all. It's a terrible segue. <laughs> you trying to get into Shang Chi? Trying to, and I was not <laughs> good in any way, shape, or form. All right, well, let's jump into it then, since Michael botched the uh, the segue. Sure. All right, so <laughs> Shang Chi: The Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, I think uh, people probably can tell, but you know, so I'll, I'll say my stuff first. Cause I'm sure Michael will be more. Uh, antithesis of me but I, I i i will say that this is a top four marvel film for me um i think it's one of the best they've done i think it has all the great marvel beats to it it's got your humor it's got family it's got a love story it's got fantasy in terms of a different worlds it's got uh i would say the best choreographed fights of any marvel film just the fighting in this film is better than any of them. It's so amazing. The fight scenes were so amazing. Um, now I'm biased towards, you know, martial arts fighting. So I, I, I like that a lot, but my God, the, 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 it's not just the, the fighting, but the way they shot it uh, was incredible. In my opinion, um, it was the right, there was long enough movie. Like it, it didn't need to be any longer, but I don't know what they could ever have cut. Cause it was really done really well. Like I, I wasn't bored at any second of this movie. Um, I thought uh, uh, the acting was very, very good. I thought um, uh, Shang-Chi himself. Um, how do you say? T- uh, what's, what's the actor's name? I don't know how to say it again. Tony. Uh, or Simu, Simu, Simu yeah. Lu. Simu Lu. Um, awesome. Awesome, awesome. Tony Leung, Luong, I don't know how you say that either, as, as Wenwu, uh, Shang-Chi's father. That guy, man, did he carry that film, really. He was so strong in that movie. Um, well, he's, he's a classic of yeah. uh, Asian cinema. He's, he, yep. Not saying he phoned it in, but he could have phoned it in. He no, didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he could have, but he didn't. Um, uh I, he's got so much weight to him as an actor already. Right. He could have just come in and, you know, chewed up the scene a little bit. But no, he took it very seriously. He was fantastic. I agree with you 100%. Um, and it's a, it was a great, you know, we'll get into the story of it. But my first take is I, I think it's a top my, a top four, top five for me. Um, I don't know where in that, that, that it fits yet. Um, but uh, I definitely would like to see it again. I, I, I saw it again on IMAX screen, which I think really played out really well. Uh, not 3D. It was not a 3D movie. I don't really want to see that. I won't, I won't do that. Um, but it was shot. It was, it was composed for IMAX. So put it that way. It looked really good. It was no pan and scans and all that shit that you get sometimes w- with bad IMAX films. Um, yeah, I just love the character a lot. I love everything that went through it. Um we can do the breakdown of the story in a second. So that that's my take, Michael. I mean, I mean, I think it's a top top four, top five Marvel film. Probably the best one I've seen. Ooh. I, I'm trying to figure. I, I count Infinity War and Endgame as one movie. I don't count it as two movies because it's really one story. Um, I can see that. So. I don't know. It's really good. That's I, 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 where I'm at. I, I love it. I, I can't wait to see it again. There was so much stuff in this that I really liked. Part of it is, again, things that uh, I grew up on, like in his room. Uh, he had a Warriors poster, a Godfather poster, <laughs> and Kung Fu. 
what was it? Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle. Um, so like little stuff like that. They're like, oh my God, oh my God. Um, things like that. Uh, I just thought it was, it was really good. Super, super good. See, so here's the thing. I'm going to sound negative in comparison. But I'm not. That's because it's just this podcast. That's just who you are. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Maybe I should have gone first because I really liked it. I liked yeah. it a lot. Good. There is a lot of good about it. There's Do problems. Like, There's a couple problems. I'm not going to lie. Every movie has yeah. problems. There's yeah. no perfect film. Yeah. Except, well, no, we won't get into that. But for me, it's not a top four Marvel film. Really? But that said, even, okay. Is it above Thor Dark World? Easily. No yeah. question there. I haven't had time to, to see where I'd put it in my allotment. Yeah. Where I think what's what. Well, what's your number one? That's, you have to know that if you. I think Civil War. Is your number one? Yeah, either Civil War. Well, I kind of like you. It's hard to separate. Um, Civil War is a know, top five for me. That That is for one for me as well. So It's hard. To separate, like you said, it's hard to separate Infinity War and Endgame. I can't. It's one movie, I think. Right. So I, 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 I don't know. And as much as I love those films and probably consider them in my top four, um, they require so much from what. Whereas a lot of these films are standalone. Yes, they all connect. For the most part, you know, the films are standalone. But the Avengers films, especially those two, are so integral on everything else that came before Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to enjoy them without having known everything that came before right right so that doesn't make them worse but it does it it makes them the sum of their parts is greater than the movie itself does that make sense yep so 100 that's why i like civil war so much because also it's basically avengers 2.5 for sure because age of ultron is not in my top five. It's, it's not, not mine either. <laughs> it's not mine okay, either. Okay, good. So, all that to say, I, I don't know where I put Shang-Chi. I really enjoyed it. So, I'm going to talk about what I liked about it first, because I don't want to come across as negative. I agree with you on the bus fight scene. When I saw that, I was like, yes, this is Kung Fu. I eat this shit up. Now, I admit... Now that I've gotten older, I still like Kung Fu movies, but if it's not going to be Jackie Chan or Jet Li, um, I like I like it a bit more violent, which means R-rated territory. Like for right. me, two of my favorite martial arts films in recent memory are The Raid and The Raid 2. But those are heavily violent movies. Right. I haven't seen them. I heard they're very good, though. I heard they're really good. The Raid's good. I haven't seen it, though. It's oh, two of my favorite action movies. I can't. I say all the time, but then I have to tell whatever my other ones are. But right. they're great action and kung fu movies. Or I'm sorry, they're not technically kung fu because it's Indonesian martial arts. But so they're martial arts films that I love them. But like right. I said, tastes have gotten. Like I said, if it, if it's not you know Jet Li is just was amazing. I like Jackie Chan because he was able to add this humor. Know, Humor to it exactly. Um, so if it's not that, I tend to like. I like to see bones breaking. But like the 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 but the camera movement, like from the bus scene, but even in the um the scaffolding, my god, that was incredibly shot. 
in the fighting, the scaffolding there in the building when they got to China. Maybe I'll have to to see that portion again because I didn't like that scene. Oh, my God. It was great. Because, and maybe it was the theater I was in. You can hide a lot in darkly lit scenes. Yeah. It it wasn't dark in mine, but I don't know if the IMAX has anything to do with that, to be fair. Right. So maybe I'll have to see that scene again. But my first impression of that scene, and I'm only talking about this because you brought it up, is because... It became, and this is something that I saw like way back in the in the Bourne movies too. Sometimes they get too close to the action, and all you see is blurring hands. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't and, like that though. There was, well, there was there was wide shots. There were wide shots too, but they they zoom in and then when it went wide, like I said, it was dark, which is why I liked the bus scene so much more because you could see everything, and it was awesome martial arts. It was great. And then they went to this night scene, and you, I I couldn't see it as well. Again, it could have been the theater I was in, mm-hmm. but for me, I was like, oh, I thought we were to continue that. And then, but another plus was also when his father meets his mother, uh, Lee, in the forest, and they fight, and I got. Visions of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. One hundred percent. It was fantasy. It's they're in a fantasy yes. area, and that was beautiful. That's just the opening. You know about the opening part, right? Or the second part when they go in. Uh, when they when they first face off, and she throws them in the water. So yeah, I guess that's yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, it's like a prologue. Yeah, and almost Lord of the Rings esque, if you will, in terms of fantasy. Like you didn't see it, but that's it, it starts similar. Well, I wouldn't say Lord of the Rings esque. Only because I've seen a fair amount of uh, Chinese epics. What do they call it? The Wushu epics, I think they call them. Yeah. You know, we call them Kung Fu. I think they call them Wushu. Anyway, like like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or like yeah. uh, Hero, if you've ever seen Hero. With uh, that's the next on my list. That's on HBO Max. i got to watch that. It's the use of color in that movie. It's just, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. It's one of Yeah, my, that's what I heard. Again, one of my favorite movies. Uh, yeah. I've got a thousand movies. I know. Sorry. All that to say, I got hints of that, and that I, what I liked. So again, I consider that a positive because if you're going to do an homage, do it well and do it right. And even though it wasn't a super long fight scene, it it has the flavor of those Chinese martial art epics yeah. that I love. So. If you're stealing stealing a page out of their book, steal it and steal it well. And I thought they did. I liked that. And what they did too, um, with with since we're talking about the fighting, is that there was no unneeded fighting. Every fight scene led for was with purpose. It wasn't just two people fighting or whatever. It was with purpose. Even the bus scene, believe it or not, had purpose because you had streaming guy, right? Who you thought was a joke, right? Right. But it also paid off because he became viral, right? And now the story is over when he gets to Macau. They're like, oh, you're going to go right in. Like, it was just, even, you know, something as, as innocuous as the streaming guy that was meant for almost comedy relief in, in on the bus scene, met, it, 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 it still propelled the story forward. Yes. Um, and even the beginning, like you're talking about, it took this, let's say, lack of a better, I guess he even could have been, like Genghis, Genghis Khan type person that conquered worlds, and broke him, right? This woman broke him. This powerful, beautiful, 
fable-like woman, you know? Woman broke him, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. power, glory, all that, nothing, nothing compared to the love of his wife and right. his family. Right. Actually, I just say the love of his wife because he still had his family after she passed and that wasn't enough. Yeah, he didn't know what to do. So that, that leads to the other thing, another good thing I put about this movie. Marvel has gotten much, much better with their villains yeah. by making them. Anyone can do a, you know, a, a mustache twirling, yeah. I'm evil for evil sake villain. Yellow jacket. Exactly. He, he was fun though, but, but right. I get it. Well, yeah. like, or Iron Monger. How many, you know, how many movie yeah. villains have they had where it's just a mirror version of yeah. the main. The, the Most of them. Killmonger, you know. But okay, but even Killmonger. Oh, but he had better purpose. Yeah, he, he had real purpose. Yes, but it is an equal and opposite. Usually, the first the first person they battle. Right, right, right. But they've given their villains more characterization, more personality, more depth. Hmm. I mean, purpose you understand again, is really what it is. Like, if you can understand right. the villain's purpose, you you it's it's a lot different than than just somebody who just wants. Some people just want to see the world blow up, the world on fire. Was it from uh, the Joker's the only one without purpose that people love? Uh, some people just want to see the world burn. And that's his point. He is chaos. Yeah. Where Malekith from Thor the Dark World, yeah. we really don't even know why yeah. he's doing what he's doing. Right. So, again, Killmonger, you're right. And now, um, when Wu. Oh my God. Who's not even necessarily the adversary. It was, you know, you, you come to find it's, you know, other things that need to get out. Um, but he right. was, he was the bad guy, but he's really, you know, that's why this movie is, it's more complex. It's really about family, right? It's family, it's legacy, it's dynasty. It's, um, uh, you know, this is jumping ahead. Well, I don't want to get to it, but Shang-Chi himself has did some things, right? That you want to, yes. <clears throat> That you find out that, you know, is he a good guy too? Um, he made some really poor decisions, not poor decisions, but follow what his dad wanted him to do. At least uh, one very bad decision. Oh, yeah. Many that led up to the last bad decision because he went on a, a hunt with his father for those years. So to kill the people that were. And you know what? When you're the scene, uh, uh, we're, we're, we didn't, we're not really breaking this down from the first scene to the last scene, but. Uh, after you find that, that his mom was killed by Wen Wu's former adversaries or whatever, um, and he puts the rings back on, you kind of rooted for him to go oh, find the right to go find those people and kick their ass. Hundred percent. Yeah, you just root for him. So yeah, that's that's another thing that that if you can if you can somehow find a way to root for a villain at any point in the movie, you've really done some good writing. Yes. So I hope I'm coming across here. You obviously love the film. I really liked it, so I don't want to come across as negative. So, you know, I mentioned that bus fight scene. I mentioned the the better villains. Uh, I agree with you on the love story. That was powerful. Um, and also another good thing was the lack of a love story between oh, him and Shang-Chi and yeah. Kami. Yeah. I like that they were just friends. They're great friends. Really good close friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> They, didn't have they to. were they were great on screen together. Oh, great chemistry! They were they were great. They were I, totally by I the friends. They were old friends. Yeah, one hundred percent. 
100 so, percent. the scene at the beginning where they're talking to their friends and you know telling their story oh, which leads off later which is great yes <laughs> it, it, it really p- pays off again that's you know really smart writing but i i love how what what really made this movie work really well for me michael is that it starts off really small and it just keeps getting bigger with every scene until you get to like this giant fantasy epic battle at the end with magic and all these other things. Like it starts off as a car parking guy, you know, as a valet and it turns into this giant epic. And then this is, uh, then it comes, it just cuts to them having dinner again with their friends and they're telling the story. And it's like, (laughs) I just went through all that. And of course you don't believe it. Like you have the same face. Like it was just brilliant the way it brought it all back to like, was that real? Like what the hell just happened? Like, you know what I mean? I thought that was one of the best ways to end that movie that you could have instead of just ending it in the fantasy world. And then just coming back, trying to tell their friends about it. Like they went back to their regular life. They're just telling their friends about the story. Like you guys are so full of shit. Why are you messing with me? You know, it was great. And you're right. That was great. And then they have the, you know, the, the standard now Marvel humor where in the first cut scene, they're talking to Wong and they yeah, yeah. find out, there's Banner. There's yeah, Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. And after they end this up, like, oh man, we should get some rest. Just like the first part of the movie. And then, or, 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 and then the next thing, <laughs> there was With like, singing Hotel California, which is throughout, which that's the reason you don't like this movie. It's Hotel California yeah, and the Eagles. No, no, no. As <laughs> much as I hate the Eagles, no, that's not why. And I like the movie. I really, really like the movie. I just didn't like it as much as you. So, I'm, so tell me, okay, so. All right, we both like what we like. Tell me, let's have a discussion on what you... I, there's one thing I didn't really like, but I, I liked it when it started, but I was done with it before it was over, but I'll let you go. Well, okay. I already mentioned the nighttime fight scene. Again, that could have been the theater I was in. Um, but once I saw that, I was like, oh, I wanted to see more like we saw in the first fight scene. And not, not that I want every fight scene to look the same, right? but for me, it was a little bit... I, I couldn't see enough of the action for me to be super impressed. Got it. So that was one thing. And I I don't know. I thought, like a lot of Marvel films, it kind of drug into the third act a bit. I know things had to slow down, but it's almost like they came to a halt. Mm, I didn't and, feel that. And that's fine. Yeah. But that's that's how I, that's yeah, how yeah. I you know. So. Well, it's fair. I'm just trying to see where, where that may be. But... Um, and again, I, I don't know. And maybe, I don't know. You haven't even mentioned the chicken pig yet. Were you good with the chicken pig? You know, Morris? actually, I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't either. I, it was fine. But also, I've, I don't know. I'm enough of a geek that I know some of these things already from uh, Chinese folklore. Okay. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I've seen those before. Oh, that's good. So I did, I, that's good. That means they did something from different things. I, okay. That leads me to the thing that I liked, but that I was done with by the end and, and, and having Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> He's good for a joke or two, but then after that. Well, yeah. He, yeah. He, uh, maybe a little too long in the movie, um, but I'm glad he was in there. I knew he was going to be there. Uh, I knew they were going to do that. Otherwise, they wouldn't have put that one that one shot out right before the movie came out. Like, why are you doing this? Right. Um, 
and it was kind of funny, like when Morris comes in and they start looking, what is it? And they, you could see him. Oh, I thought he thought he was just bat crazy the whole time in the cave. Yeah. He didn't know it was actually, he goes, Oh, that changes everything. <laughs> but, that you know, good. but the, I'll, well give, I'll give, ben, I'll give Academy award winning Ben Kingsley all the credit in the world that he can play somebody like that and not be like, uh, ego trip enough to not play somebody like that. Like I've played oh. Gandhi. I've played, I was in Schindler's list and now I'm playing this guy <laughs> and he did but, it great. He did it great. Like oh. all in. But here's the thing. I agree with you in that uh, the scene where he's talking about what got him in acting by yeah, watching that, the planet of the apes. apes. My God, was that funny as hell? Fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But that's where it should have stopped with him. I totally agree. In that would the, have been enough yeah. of Trevor. Him, I mean, I got a little bit of a giggle when, you know, you thought he was dead and he's like, yeah. acting dead. Yeah, like, but you knew that joke was coming. Exactly. Yeah, that, I was like, when he's lying there, I'm like, I know a joke's coming. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. So that but, was, that, that's one of my negative positives yet negatives. I think that was a little too much there for that. Right. They could have pulled him back a little bit. Yeah. Other than that, like I said, it, it's not so much that there were things I disliked about the movie. It's just, like I said, you didn't feel it, but the third act got a little slow for me. And of course, there's going to be a huge epic battle at the end, and they're saving the universe, and it's just him. I mean, how many times is the universe going to be saved in you know a couple of years in Marvel? Oh, so I took it as um, not the universe. I took it as um, the mystical lands. Only so like, but, 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 but why it's important is that you have Tal Low, is that how you say it? Yes. Tal Low. Yep. Tal Low. And then, but they, that could lead to a Kunlun, which is. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Iron Fist. Yes. Right. So there's a dragon over there too, that he's has the heart of a dragon that comes in here and there's a power. So I thought it was really cool. They, they talk about there's many worlds like this here in the mystical area. Kunlun right. is one of them. Like Talo, you have to find these places, right? So I was thinking it was setting up that the, for lack of a really good, I don't know what they call it in Marvel, but I would say an Asian universe. I don't know what you would call it uh, in well, the Marvel just, or mystical universe or something, mystical side of it. Yeah, just the uh, some of the Asian gods. They had the Norse yeah. gods. Got some Asian yeah, gods, exactly. Yeah. So um, I thought that was really good. But the thing is, and I forgot to mention this as another one of the good things. Um, but this ties in with what I'm about to say. You meet Nan, Nan, yep. Nan, who is turns out to be the aunt, right, of Shang Chi and his sister, of Star um, Trek fame, Discovery. Well, okay, not just Star Trek fame, but she's <laughs> for me. I mean. Anytime Michelle shows up, I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah, she's, she's good. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm talking even going as far back as Jackie Chan. Yep. You know what was a police? I don't remember which police story it was, but. In the U.S., it was known as Super Cop. Right. God, it's been a while since I've seen that. But she was great in it. And yeah. She showed, I mean, and again, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, she showed up there. Uh, she's obviously been in Star Trek. She plays, Jar Jar is fantastic. Yep. Um, or even in a movie I don't even know if you've seen, but for some reason, a movie I love way too much, Crazy Rich Agents. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know why, but I love that movie. It's a great I've movie. Like, I've seen it like three times if not more. <laughs> and even in that, she plays this coldly logical, you know, matriarch. 
in many ways. I mean, she plays it well. Mm-hmm. And any, anyhow, all I, all I say, one of the good things about the movie is Michelle Yeoh showing up as Nan. Nan, Nan, I keep screwing it up. Nan. Yep. But, like I said, Nan explained that the, when they when the Soul Eaters broke out, they were the last line of defense before it broke into Earth's reality and they were going to destroy that. So if they had gotten past right. Tao Lo, they were heading to Earth and to destroy that universe. So that's why I was like, another universe thing? It, I, don't, I mean, I get, I get the it. Endgame just happened, but did it have to be that big where they had to save the universe again, but only with this small group of people? Right. So... It's fine, but it like I said, after Endgame, it's kind of hard to come back to another Universal, you know. Whereas Spider-Man immediately after, where hinted at the multiverse and then find out, no, it's all a bunch of bullshit. But now there is a multiverse. But you know, Spider-Man: Far From Home was the perfect movie to come after Endgame because yeah. it's kind of like a little small. I'll bring it back down. Well, yeah. this is the beginning of. Phase four, so there's we don't know what else can be set up. Um, what about I love the the brother sister fight, Xiling, yes. Xiling, I say Xiling, Xiling, Xiling. Um, man, that was just badass. Um, coming off of seeing uh, Wong fight, um, oh, what's his name? The other Hulk character, the, the abomination, uh, the abomination. Yeah, but then it looks like they were friends too at the end. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, really they're strange. obviously running adrift. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. It's fine. Um, but the, but she was great. And, you know, so we've got two end credits. The last one now. Oh, you didn't see the last part, did you? I you didn't did, stick luckily, to the end? What's the matter with well, you? It's a Marvel movie. Marvel usually only does one. No, they usually always do two. Uh, yeah, I'd say at least 65, 70% of their films have two of them, especially the early ones. Now, some of these last ones, like leading up to Endgame, they'd have two. But most times there's one. No, I think I think even Avengers even, might have two. No, even, uh, okay, uh, even uh, what uh, Black Widow only had one. Yeah, I stayed till the end, though. I guess it didn't. I can't remember now. There's only one in Black Widow. So I only thought there was going to be one. This was better than Black Widow. This movie was better than Black Widow. By oh my god, no, 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 no. There's no, I don't know. By one hundred percent, this is better than Black Widow. By far, the the plot hole in Black Widow of the gas thing. Get the fuck out of here. That was horrible. Like pheromones. Like oh, if you're like, just stop. Nope. Okay, that is a bad thing. Yes, but I don't know. No, no. There is no no. Listeners, there is no no. This is better movie than Black Widow by a boatload. I disagree. Oh. You're crazy. You're absolutely like bonkers. I like them They're both. not equal, though. They're not equal. This is a better oh. movie. It's better, it's better. No, it's fact. Better written. Well, better directed. Um, uh, better shot. Better. I mean, everything. Storyline. Uh, the way it's crafted from start to finish. Um, from the reasons for being to for callbacks of character. Um, no, it's a better movie. I like Black Widow better. Oh, you, now you're just being contrarian. It's not a better movie. No, I'm not. I'm not saying Black Widow was perfect or I'm way, way better. I'm just talking for me. I enjoyed Black Widow more. I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying I enjoyed it more. 
I, I don't even know how. I, I can't even know how, like, f- find that, lo- that logic. I, I For what, but what, how? Tell me what makes it. <laughs> no, I need to know, like, because it's, it's bizarre to me to think that. Like, the, I mean, there's no, absolutely, again, there's but. absolutely zero, zero new in Black Widow of the, of storytelling, way to do it, of types of characters, the cliches. Like, there is nothing at all in that movie. Oh, it's about family as well. It's back, yeah, but you're talking like, oh, all these bad guys with the twirl. You had the twirling mustache fucking guy in that movie. There's true. I'm, I'm not saying it was had a better villain. Oh. Yeah. This movie clearly had a better villain. No question there. Uh, again, for those that want to post on our how wrong Michael is on our social media, please do so. That's fine if people don't agree. I'm just saying... If you put a gun to my head right now, I'll tell you that I enjoyed Black Widow more. That's just my opinion. <sighs> All right. I really like this movie too. It's you know, it's like, do I like uh, Sprider Peps or Sprider Seven Up? Do like what? Do I like Sprite or Seven Up? Oh, pretty similar. These two movies aren't similar. <laughs> They're not similar. My if you said, is, I would say Sprite and Seven Up would be Black Panther and. Shang Chi. That's Sprite and Seven Up. Well, that's a better analogy. Yeah, but I'm saying I didn't dislike this movie. I'm just saying, for my money, I enjoyed Black Widow more. Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> I don't get it. But we were talking about the two end scenes. Yes. The um. So we know we don't know. So the end scene number one. Uh, they're brought into after the cool. Uh, talk with their friends that are like thinking these people are crazy. Benedict Wong, Wong comes through and kind of pulls them out and says, Hey, we gotta, we gotta talk. We find out that the rings are thousands of years old. How do we find out? Cause these, we see, uh, what would you call those? Not holograms, but like physical phone calls, <laughs> you know, like, it's like holograms. It's like yeah. we saw in Endgame. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was trying to think there's an, yeah. Um, of, uh, Carol Danvers, which I watched that last night too. That's another. Um, and Bruce Banner, see, you know, which is Captain Marvel and Hulk. Now, asking you, Michael, when did he turn back into Bruce Banner, and why? Why is he not Professor Hulk? I think we're going to find that out during the yeah. Hulk series. But his arm still hurt. Yeah, I think. Well, he's established many times. Him, as well as the Russos, have said basically that. That's permanent unhealing damage from the Infinity Gauntlet. Maybe he'll get fixed with Gamma. Who knows? I think he'll heal. They can't have a one-armed Hulk the rest of our life. That'd be boring. I think we're done with Hulk. I think that's why he's a human again. Uh, I hope I he goes. I hope it jumps back to like full-on angry Hulk and regular Banner because that was better. No, I think. Uh, I think we're just about done with Buffalo. I think there's going to be another pass. I'm sure. Page. Yeah. That's where She-Hulk comes in. Yeah, but that's not going to be as good. We don't know that yet. You can't say that. Oh, I do. Because I think the Hulk as a character of itself is better. Well, yeah, it deals with the duality, man, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. But there are other characters they can use for that. Because She-Hulk is permanently that way. And I just, that yes. doesn't do anything for me. Like, okay, you're just this person now. You're just like basically your next man. Well, yeah, it's it's a marriage of her intellect and her physical prowess, yes. Yeah. 
So. Much more controllable, whereas the Hulk was all. But anyways, they talk about the the power. Like this thing was like a beacon, like an old beacon sending a signal somewhere. We don't know what. If it's you know, the shot at the end was um, it almost felt like multi. Like it looked like threaded. It almost looked like multi multiversey to me. I don't know about you. Yeah, I get what I don't get. What that means what's it a beacon for? I don't know. We don't know. But it's it's definitely like. So in the comics, the rings come from an alien species. I forget their name, but Fing Fang Foom is one of them. Uh, they're shapeshifters. Gotcha. And basically, it was kind of like a stand-in for like the Green Lantern, but in the Marvel universe, where right in the um, in the comics, um, it was the Mandarin. You know, hundreds if not thousands of years ago, came upon this crashed alien spacecraft, and the alien was dying. And he took the ten rings, but in the comics, they're actually rings that go on your fingers. So he has ten of them on his fingers, and they're super powerful and can control the elements and other stuff and blah 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 and shoot lasers and all that shit. I think it's kind of cooler to have them as on the wrist, like they have, or on the arms. Yep. So I'm okay with that change. So all that to say, they've already made that change. So I don't know if it's going to be alien in origin. You'd think. You know, I, I, I've already seen people mumbling and they're like, oh, maybe they're Shi'ar. No. And here's why. Because you got Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, who was a member of the Kree, mm-hmm. you know, special forces. The Kree, the Skrull, or what are they also? The Chitari, sometimes they call them. Yep. Um, and then the Shi'ar have all fought many, many times. The Kree, especially in the Shi'ar, have had civil wars, or not civil wars, have wars, empire wars. So... I would think the Kree, as many times as they fought the Shi'ar and the Skrulls and whoever else over the last millennia, would have come across those weapons. So I don't, it's it's not Shi'ar, so I don't see that coming, but it doesn't mean it's not some other alien in origin, just right. one we probably don't know of yet. And here's what I think. I think it's going to be in some way, shape, or form tied to the Celestials. It's possible. For sure, which is coming well, up next, right? Well, they mentioned this, you know, Ego is a celestial. They mentioned him already. We know, you know, from the second Guardians movie. Um, we know the celestials may be right. Eternals. And the supposition is that the movies are going to be about a baby celestial being born on Earth. That's rumor. I don't know if that's the case. But if with all these appear, apparent references to the celestials, I could see these rings being somehow tied to them as well. Right. That's what I think. But like I said, I think I think Hulk is on the way out. Uh, I think including Carol Danvers again is kind of her way of saying, here's your new leader of the Avengers right here. For sure. And then, uh, yeah, I didn't st- after I left after that. I missed the second. Do you know what it was? Uh, Did you look it up? Do you know what it is? Well, luckily, it's all over YouTube, so I was able to watch it. It's, yeah. I really didn't miss much. No, but it's one of those things like um, it goes back to a line. So at the end of the movie, again, if, if you're listening now, I'm sure you figured out there's spoilers. So it's really kind of dumb. But at the end, anyways, at the end of the movie, you see um, his sister has taken over the empire. But she says it earlier, if I can't have his empire, I'll make my own. So that that's part of her character. So... But we don't know if it's bad or bad. The ten rings it looks like and it. To, and to what effort? What is she doing with that? We don't know, right? I don't know if it's negative or positive. 
could be a positive exactly. force to use later on for some bigger war. She doesn't seem evil to me. She seems mad, but I don't think she'll. She doesn't seem evil, but. Right. And she doesn't she have the rings. Well, she set Number up a one. fight club, right? So she's not right. exactly altruistic. Either. No, but she doesn't have the rings either. Good point. Good point. So. All right. Well, listen, I at the end of the day, what what what, do you, what is the number you give out of 10? I don't know. Seven. Okay, I'm at nine. Well, that fits. I'm like at I said, nine. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I just didn't like it as much as you, but you know, that's fine. Yeah. You didn't like Suicide Squad, and I freaking love the Suicide Squad. Oh, this is way better than Suicide Squad could I ever 100% be. I hundred percent disagree. I oh, I'm gonna. Squad. I'm just cutting this off now. <laughs> Good lord. I don't know. Of the summer movies, of the summer comic book movies, Suicide Squad, Black Widow, Shang-Chi. So clearly story means nothing to you. I disagree. Uh, clearly, clearly story. There's no story in 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 uh, Suicide Squad. There's no story. No, there's not. Let's go, let's go kill stuff. It was a good story. I like it. Isn't that a good story? All right. Well, we'll just leave it at that as an argument. Um if you want to, you know, partake in this argument, Michael can tell you where in our social medias. <laughs> well, as always, leave a comment either on Instagram or on Twitter. You can find us at KyberCast or on uh, Facebook. We have both a page and a group at the KyberCast. Come we tell do. me that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> right out of his mind. Um if you'd like to uh, help out the show, ch- again, check out our Patreon page at kybercast.com. I mean, sorry, patreon.com slash kybercast. Uh, check that out. That would be very helpful if you want. Uh, tell your friends about the show if it's uh, something you like to listen to. That really helps us the most. If it's your first time listening, thank you so much. But, but tell a friend. Uh, rate us. Hit, smash that subscribe button. Yes, I'm going to use that for the rest of my life. Not just smash it. So smash that you, it. You will be... Uh, automatically told when the new episodes are dropped and it will be sent right to your little podcatcher. Uh, if you don't have one you're, and maybe you're listening to us on our own website, which is kybercast.com, you can always go there for all of our our links. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, you might have your name right on our website right now under sponsors. So thank you all again for listening. When next week I will be right again. We asked don't know what topic it'll be and Michael will be wrong. So until then, this is the way. <laughs> I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.